So if you guys have any questions whatsoever about keto or intermittent fasting, whether you're starting keto as a new person or just need to debug your program, or you have a question about a product, call one of our keto consultants. They'll be able to help you. Call 540-299-1557. That's 540-299-1557. Welcome to the Dr. Berg Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast. Now your host, the man taking your health to a whole new level, Dr. Eric Berg. Hey, welcome everyone. It's it's Friday morning already. Wow, that was fast. That was a fast week. Hey guys, so anything that we're going to talk about is definitely not meant to diagnose you. It's just meant for education. So you can do your own research. So check with your doctor before taking any of these uh, tips that we're going to give you because we it's illegal to cure cancer in the state of Virginia. It, anywhere. That, if we help you in any way, yeah. it's not our fault. We have to go over the border to cure you in a different <laughs> country. So welcome, guys. So there's a lot of things we want to talk about. I have a lot of great uh, tips and also quizzes. So definitely stay tuned for a lot of information. Uh, we're going to jump right to the callers because we have someone from I- Iran. It's been wow. waiting for uh, 30 for actually 39 minutes. Wow. Uh, Rohi, are you yes. there? <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, I am. Hi, how are you? Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> um, I love you, Dr. Berg. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and we your love you beautiful, too. your beautiful wife as well. <laughs> oh, thanks. We love you too. Oh, uh, thank you so much. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you know how many times I'm just calling that? Thank you, God. Just uh, today now, somebody, oh, that gentleman is gorgeous. He's an angel. That's, he told me just what time to call in order to get through. So I did everything what he said before last week. Good. <laughs> Great. Awesome. Uh, yes, doctor. So I need, you know, do you remember you recommend um, um, orotate, lithium orotate for the people they have a bipolar. And then, so um, we uh, reduce all this uh, carbonated by uh, his uh, psychiatric doctor. And then, they, um, and uh, my, uh, my daughter is a lawyer. So she, she has a friend um, in uh, Montreal. The she, they, they, uh, they said it's, uh, she's, um, lemotrigine is working on, on, on her. So we, even though we, uh, we got the lemotrigine, but I said, no, I have to get the, um, uh, from Amazon, as uh, lithium, or uh, So we are on, um, he's now, it's been two, three months on, um, lithium orotate. Uh, how, how many doses, right, for, in order, uh, to help him? Well, you know, each different supplement is different. I, I would honestly, whatever you're taking, go on the low side. Um, normally they're going to recommend uh, probably 50 milligrams. Um, but what I would do is I would take, take have give him one tablet a day and realize that that remedy is just, just kind of like a coping mechanism until you can get him on the healthy version of keto and maybe some intermittent fasting and make sure that his diet is really fulfilled with really healthy food. So um, it's just a temporary thing. It's not going to be a permanent thing, but it can definitely help relieve his symptoms. No. I would also put him oh, on that. nutritional yeast because nutritional yeast is um, loaded with the B vitamins. He needs B1. 
Um, so see if you can get him some, some D1 and get him on keto. I think that's going to help him. Okay? Does that sound good? Sound like keto, a um, Dr. Um, just uh, because he's on, um, you know, he has, a, um, to, you know, for many years, he has, a, has a, you know, he's, he has bipolar, effective, and also CD. And, uh, but he's changing very much. That his uh, his mood is a very uh, variable. Just uh, it's, it changes right awesome. very uh, often. And then I, I, how much I have to give him? 50, five milligram or fifty milligrams? I'm sorry. What I would do is I would do five milligrams, not fifty. That's going to be too much. So just do that once a day and realize that uh, this brings up a really good point. I think everyone needs to know this that. There's all these different conditions and symptoms that people have. And instead of focusing on those, I always want to go back to the basics. Do, are you actually implementing the plan that I'm recommending with a healthy keto? Are you doing intermittent fasting? If not, jump to that because chances are um, that symptom is going to improve greatly by just getting the basics versus trying to treat uh, the tip of the iceberg over this huge iceberg problem. Thank you so much for calling. Um, wow, I never had a call from Iran before, so that's awesome. All right, Erica, you've been waiting patiently. You're in Texas. You had a question about the gallbladder formula. Is that right? Yes, good morning. Good morning. Is this Texas Erica of the famous Erica's? Yes, it is. Hi. Yes, it is. <laughs> hello, hello. How are you doing, girl? Um, I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? I'm doing yeah. great, thanks. <laughs> she said she's coming to the summit. Okay. <laughs> yes, that's my plan. That's I'm, even I'm our working it out right now. Our producer chiming in there. <laughs> Can't wait and, to see you again. Yes, no, and I, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I'm a lot calmer this year than last year because I've been taking my adrenal cortisol wow. and my B, uh, my nutritional yeast with my B1. Good. So I'm, I'm feeling really good. I've been feeling really good. You seem and really chilled question, out. That's great. First time, yeah, I'm really chilled out. Um, my question, can I ask about the baby, the grandbaby first? She's perfect. Okay, and I also want to ask you guys, um, when you guys, come back from like a trip or the office or the grocery store and she's at the home and she's at house at the house um when you guys walk in do you guys ever say hey lucy i'm home <laughs> that's of course good, we do that's, that is I a say, good point I, good. I walk in i say where's my baby where's my baby <laughs> Yeah. I know, I yeah. know, I know she's adorable, but my question is, can we take some gallbladder formula on an empty stomach, like while water fasting? Good question. I wouldn't recommend it. I'm going to tell you why, because um, uh, purified bile salts that's in the gallbladder formula, basically, it's alkaline. So your stomach needs to be very, very acid. And if you take it on an empty stomach versus right after the meal, um, we won't get the effect because it's going to neutralize some of the stomach acids. So your body will release bile when you're eating. So if you actually take it after the meal, you'll do much better. On a rare occasion, um, if that doesn't work, then that means you need more stomach acid. So you want to take some acidifiers, like either apple cider vinegar or, or apple cider vinegar pills or betaine hydrochloride right before the meal. Then take the gallbladder right after. And that seems to be the icing on the cake. I'm sorry. That'll actually just help you more than anything else. Um, and I will say that 
I'm gonna do a video on this, but so many people have a problem with low stomach acid, and the food gets through undigested. And so they have problems with B12 deficiencies, they have problems with undigested protein, they get bloating, um, it could develop food intolerances and food allergies. But more on that with some videos. Thanks, Erica. Karen. Yes. Where do we have people uh, listening in from? I am just getting that list right now, but so far I have Hong Kong, uh, all over the U.S., Michigan, uh, Alabama, Colorado, Washington, Louisiana, uh, Belgium, Ireland, Canada, Israel, Grenada. Wow, that's awesome. Netherlands. Wow. And uh, I'm still checking. I will. Um, I'll, I'll holler out more as as we get it. All right. But how about a question from social let's, media? Let's do it. Okay. So uh, we have someone who asked about a diet for Hashimoto's. Hashimoto's, okay. Yeah. So just for those of you that are not sure about what that is, that's an autoimmune condition of the thyroid. It's not really a, a thyroid direct problem. It's an immune problem that happens to end up in the thyroid. Um, and so there's a lot of things that you can do for it, but the best thing is to support the immune system with primarily intermittent fasting. That would be the most important thing out of anything, and periodic prolonged fasting. So I have a lot of data on that. You can research that. Selenium is very, very important. Selenium helps the immune system. It's involved in a lot of different enzymes. Um, the cruciferous vegetables, even though people say, well, it's going to deplete your iodine, actually is very, very good for that condition. So that's what I would do. Um, there's one more thing, Karen, that's really, really important. Okay. And I did the vi video on this. For any autoimmune cases, it's vitamin D, vitamin D, vitamin D in higher amounts. So minimum, the very minimum, 30,000 I use because the vitamin D is an immune modulator, which means it, it regulates the immune system. And um, it's not that a vitamin D deficiency causes autoimmune, but it can definitely greatly improve the immune system and get things under control. So, and I have specific videos they can watch on that. Sound good? Sounds good. Now, it's, I think we're ready for the first quiz. Wow, that was So here's the, here's the first question, guys. Um, how much cholesterol is in avocados? Okay, well, go ahead and answer that. What's like a measurement? Do people even know what a measurement of milligrams like a cup? Or whatever, yeah. Grams, milligrams, different units. Okay, yeah. see, I'm out. I'm out already. I wouldn't know how to measure that. Okay, well, you'll, you'll figure it out learn. once we get the answer. Once we get the answer, the you're gonna, you're gonna it's going to make all make sense to you, Karen. Okay, good. While we're waiting for this, I am just going to let everybody know that later in the show, we are going to give away some general tickets to the Keto Summit. We're going to mean two. Two. He won't two let tickets. me give away more than that. <laughs> so I will give two. If it was to up to her, she would... Definitely give more. I would give more. It's kind of like in the clinic. Would I give every, everything away for free? You would give everything for free. And you're like, hold on, we have like, to pay the rent. Right. Okay, so we're going to give some tickets away. And then also, while we're waiting for these answers to come in, yeah. which they are coming in, okay. I wanted to let people know that uh, when you're getting a ticket for the summit, the general ticket, which is the most affordable. It's the cheapest ticket. It's very cheap this year. Um, it's for a chair, right? You get a bag and you get a goodie bag and you, you know, you attend the summit and you see all the speakers on the list. 
and uh, you're in a general seating. But the VIP, better goodie bag, keto buffet dinner, really nice keto buffet dinner, Saturday night. And throughout the summit, this is a big deal for me. I don't know about you guys. You're at a table. So you have your water, you have your phone, you have your things, you have your paper, everything right there. And you can write it on a table. For me, that was the, the clincher right there. If I was getting a ticket, I'd well, go VIP. Oh, plus VIP. And then platinum, of course, is uh, the formal dinner with the Bergs. And it is um, uh, premium seating and all kinds of other perks and goodies and things like that. And premium easy registration and stuff like that. But VIP and platinum also get access to the meet and greet with all the speakers. Yeah. So that is the difference. If you're general ticket, you don't have access to that, but VIP and platinum do. So you'll be able to ask questions. You know, yeah. uh, um, Thomas DeLauer is going to be there. Um, Dr. McCullough will be there. Um, Dr. Westman is going to be there. Jackie Eberstein. Uh, um, Megan Ramos is going to okay. be there. Um, two cardiologists, Dr. Ali, uh, Dr. Brett Scher is going to be there, and several other people that were a surprise. So yeah, yep. So okay. anyway, it'll be so it'll be good. So that's that, right? Okay. So let's see. Um, someone says zero cholesterol. It's a plant. Well, that's an interesting answer, right? You can address that later. Another one, zero carbohydrates, um, zero, zero cholesterol. What was the question again? Cholesterol or carbohydrates? How much cholesterol in avocados? Cholesterol, okay. Um, you guys on YouTube don't seem to be, oh, zero, 50 milligrams, none, zero. So. Okay, so the answer is, I need a drum roll on this one. And the answer is zero. You hey! guys are very, very well informed. <laughs> You're, you guys are smart. You know, it's like, uh, it, was try to, it was a trick question. Jeez. There's no cholesterol in plant-type foods. Fahad, I'm impressed. I'm impressed too, Fahad, because what do It's a trick question. It was a trick question. Now, here's the thing about... The I wonder, did they Google be, or they well, just knew that? Well, here's the thing. People actually have this idea that if I... Am I is, is the reason that my cholesterol is increasing because I'm eating too many avocados? Like, no. First of all, there's no, not that even if there was cholesterol in there, it's not going to increase it, uh, especially if you keep your carbs low. What increases cholesterol is the carbohydrates, the sugar. Mm. Now you say, well, how many carbs are in an avocado? Well, per cup, which is kind of like a half of an avocado, there's 12 grams, right? Seems like a lot, but there's 10 grams of fiber. So if we deduct those, we get the net carbs. Two. two. So that's hardly anything. So we don't have any of those extra carbs or sugar carbs to turn into cholesterol at all. Now, it may increase your, um, your carriers, the LDL and the HDL. That's completely different than cholesterol. These are carriers. These are lipoproteins. So, um, but it's not going to worsen anything at all. Plus, the fact that it's very high in potassium means that it's going to help your insulin resistance, which is going to reduce your cholesterol because anything that lowers insulin and insulin resistance improves blood sugars, and insulin. On that note? On that note, I have more questions. But okay. Well, let's go to Rebecca first. She's been okay. patiently waiting from California. Okay. Are, they, are you there, Rebecca? Good morning. Yes, I am. Good morning. 
So my question is, first of all, thank you for taking my call, and my question is regarding hair loss. So I started the Atkins program on April 16th, and then on May 17th, I was at book club sandwiched between two ladies who follow Dr. Berg, and they introduced me to you. So I started, once I got home and got into bed that night on my phone, and I don't know, I was probably on the phone for a couple of hours, the addiction has started. I'm like a dog with a bone. <laughs> I don't even haven't even read my book club book since May 17th. I've just been on YouTube and watching and sharing your videos. You, you so, need to take his book um, to book club. To say, <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> um, so I, on May 20th, I officially started Dr. Berg's um, journey. And so from one month on Atkins, I'd lost eight. So since May 17th, two weeks today, I've lost 12, uh -huh. and I am enjoying the journey because I have done Lindora, I have three times, I've done Weight Watchers probably four times. I say my parents are Mr. and Mrs. Duncan because I'm like a yo-yo up and down with the weight, and I am so excited about this program. I can't tell you. My knees have been bothering me for the last, like, five, six months, I I just, I'm like an old lady and I'm only 54, but not anymore, wow. not since May 17th, wow. I have noticed such a big difference with inflammation, bloating, I, I am just on such a high, I, I'm just addicted right now, so awesome. I can't get enough of Dr. Berg's YouTube, That's so my question is, I noticed this week in washing my hair that um, I'll, I'm getting hair, like when I'm taking out the conditioner hair on my hand, and I can wad it up into a little ball. And then this morning when I was brushing, I saw a little bit missing, you know, sorry, from the top of my um, one side by my forehead, you know. So, but I could see little, little um, fuzzy, like it's growing back. So what is that caused by? Yeah, well, that's... Um that happens a lot because um, even like with your hair, you can see little tiny hairs growing Thank in there. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but you want a close up? Right. But here's the thing with the hair thing: when you do keto, um, you're changing over your your machinery, your to different pathways, different metabolic enzymes, and the need um, that that machine, if it hasn't been used for a bit, uh, you might need to add some some. I don't know, extra materials to actually help you pull it off. And I'm talking about vitamins and minerals. So there's a, the key thing with hair loss is making sure you have the B vitamins and the trace minerals. Now, if you're menopausal, uh, it could be vitamin E. Vitamin E is really, really good for hair, especially hot flashes. Okay, so that's just a little side note. But trace minerals and B vitamins, so nutritional yeast, both of those together, you need both, you need more of those as you go through this. Um, versus if you're on a high-carb diet. Um, and then you'll find that your hair should come back really nicely. And there's also like biotin, for example. That's another um, B vitamin that helps the strength. But these B vitamins are cofactors for proteins. And so, and so are um, trace minerals. So those are the two that I would recommend. Let's say, for example, you do that and it still doesn't work. Then we know we have an absorption problem. And it's probably a problem either in your intestine, which you need just to take more of those, or it could be a problem with your stomach acid, in which case you need to add that. So there's all these little factors that you want to look at. I've done a video on that. You can check that out as well. 
But uh, thanks for calling and your wonderful comments. I appreciate that, Rebecca. And I hope to see you at the summit to actually meet you in person. All right. So So there's the hair formula. Did you mention that? Oh, yeah. That's right. There's so the hair formula. So we have a hair formula. <laughs> but trace minerals, and, I, and I've heard a lot of people just using the liquid trace minerals that, that's on the site and having a huge response. The reason I created the, the hair formula is it has a combination of the B. It has vitamin E now. It has also... Um, a certain type of calcium that works on the hair, and plus um, it, it handles another little aspect of hair loss, which um, I don't want to get into the technical part, but it's something that um, will help um, the, this to rever reduce a certain enzyme that can block your hair. So that's all I'm going to say, and, and you can actually check it out. But it's so the hair formula and trace minerals combo would be awesome. Yeah, well, you know, if you actually... Even go on my website and just read the comments on the hair formula. Like, there's a lot of people that love that. Yeah. And you can get the ingredients separate, but it's we have them just all combined. It's more convenient. Yeah. Yes. Okay, good. My turn? Yep, your turn. Okay, good. So I'm trying to see if I can find the name of this person, and if I can't in a second. Okay, I, I can't. So anyway, someone brings up the point about you used to talk, this must be a long-term follower, you used to talk a lot about vitamin F. Okay. And calcium. Yeah. And now you talk about K2. Is there a change in your thinking or can you explain that? Now, um, years ago, um, there wasn't a lot of data on K2. Like, you didn't even hear about it. It's, K2 is a very recent kind of uh, an awareness. And so, um, but in the past, there was uh, this thing called vitamin F, and you can look it up. It's um, they. It's really um, still exists. It's a certain. It's a certain fat-soluble mixture of vitamins, and so uh, it's in flax oil. It's in fish oils, and it just so happens that um, that vitamin F um, helps the absorption of calcium in a certain way, and so probably vitamin F that I, we were talking about before is really vitamin K2. So. There's just not a lot of research you can find in vitamin F. Mm. Um, but you can find some really amazing stuff on K2. K2 is a calcium transporter. It also makes your bones really solid. It's different than K1, which is about you know, preventing bruising. And it's a clotting factor. But K2 takes the calcium from the blood, from the joints, from the soft tissue, and drives it into the bone. Uh, so especially like a lot of people are taking a lot of vitamin D, always take K2 with it. And the ratio of, um, let's say for example, you're taking 10,000 IUs of D3, then you'd want to take 100 micrograms of vitamin K2. So not much. Well, yeah, you just need a micrograms. Just like, like even if you take vitamin D, it's in different units. It's in international units. Mm. Like 10,000 sounds like a lot, right? Yeah. Well, it's only like, a half of a milligram, half of a milligram, oh, wow. 500 micrograms. So people think, oh my gosh, it's 10,000. Yeah, it's only like in micrograms. So, you know, there's this, well, I, I don't, I think they did that just to confuse people. Well, it worked. It did work. Okay. All right. So we, let's go to Vancouver with Jason. Good. Are you there? Yep. Good morning, Dr. Good Burns. morning. Hey. Hi. Um, well, first of all, I want to thank you for all your wonderful videos. Oh, Very welcome. helpful. Anyways, um, I thank you. I've been a I've been a type two diabetic for over twenty years. It's caused peripheral neuropathy in my legs, especially my left foot. 
and a heel ulcer, which I was in the hospital for five months with, to get two debridements. In a way, uh, but a year ago, I weighed 360 pounds, and I went on keto and IF, and I've lost I lost 70 pounds, and um, my blood sugars went down, except on the first of this month, I quit my insulin, still taking my metformin, added, berb, added berberine, um, benfodiamine, alpha-lipoic acid, acetyl carnitine to help with my neuropathy, hopefully. And but my blood sugars when I was on um, insulin were like 4.2 to 5.2 millimoles per liter. Uh, now, after dropping the insulin, uh, my levels are like 5.8 to 6.4. And I'm wondering to like how long before they like I know you have blood glucose in your blood when the switch over in ketosis and all that, but how long before they'll actually come back down to those type of levels? And anything else you can suggest to help me with my neuropathy? Thank oh, you. Okay, so here's the thing about that. I, I'm not, I'm, I can't give you medical advice to tell you to come off your any medication. So that's, that being said, here's some information that you can share with your medical doctor to research this. If you're diabetic for a long time, like 20 years, and you go on keto and, um, and you basically uh, cut down the carbs, um, your insulin resistance is still going to be there for a while. I'm talking like it could be there for months to even a couple years. So it takes a while to rejuvenate this the longer if you had diabetes. So you'll experience some of the great benefits like weight loss, but as far as blood sugars, you may not see them come down to a normal range for months and months and months and months. So just realize that. Um, just because the insulin resistance is just still a problem and the pancreatic cells are weak, they're not putting out as much uh, insulin, but especially if you're taking insulin. So that tells me you probably don't have enough insulin. That's why your sugars might be coming up. Now, there are things that you can do to improve this. Um, there's things like apple cider vinegar is a no-brainer. I just released a, a video this morning. It's like every diabetic should be on apple cider vinegar. The acid, called acetic acid, will make your insulin work better. It'll help blood sugars on all diabetics. So that's number one. Number two, vitamin D, very, very important in blood sugars. It actually will target the cells of the pancreas and help rejuvenate that. You're already doing keto. I would do one meal a day. It's called OMAD uh, for sure. That'll help you greatly, especially because think of it. If you're not eating, your blood sugars are going to come down even better. So it's all about taking the minerals and start healing your body. But I wouldn't necessarily... Um, well, the basic thing I want to tell you is if your sugars are still high and you're still doing this and you're getting other benefits, just give it more time. As far as your peripheral neuropathy, you need benfotamine. Benfotamine is a fat-soluble B vitamin that will penetrate the nerve tissue by 25 times more than regular water-soluble B1. And you can get it anywhere and start taking that immediately. It's going to help you. Get the one with the added B12 in there because B12 also helps neuropathies. Thanks, Jason. And by the way, Vancouver is probably one of the most beautiful places on the planet. I've been there in college. <laughs> and my, through college, we took a trip and we just checked it out. It's just like beautiful. All right, Karen. Yes. You have a question. I knew you were going to come to me. But if you don't, I can go right to... Someone. No, I think it's time we do some social media. Okay. Okay. So um, Maximilian wants to know, does it make a difference if 
I eat fiber with fruit high in sugar. Mm. Would the fiber buffer the effects of the sugar just like it does in fiber yum? Well, yes, it does buffer the effects of sugar for sure. Because if you had orange juice versus an orange, you definitely it's lower in the glycemic index. Um, fiber is um, a carbohydrate, but it has no effect on insulin, so it will help you. However, uh, I would recommend not doing the fiber if you want to do keto, unless it's some berries. That would be my suggestion. Uh, I was doing, I did keto for many, many years mm -hmm. with a twist. Mm -hmm. Really wasn't keto, but it was my version. Apple it was a day. Keto with carbs and frequent eating. And it was uh, a lot of grazing. Yes, it was, Karen. But it was good Especially food. Especially at night. It was, and this is the, the thing that a lot of people fall into. It was very healthy food. There really? Was no like apples are healthy? It was sugary. Well, your average person when would say an apple. What's wrong with an apple? Apple an a apple. day keeps the doctor away. Apple, apple, you're doing about 22 grams of sugar, not even carbohydrate, like sugar, every single time you eat an apple. So I was doing the apple, the peanut butter, I was snacking. Well, so going back to this guy's question, wouldn't the fiber in the apple buffer some of that sugar? A little tiny bit. Okay. Tiny bit, Karen. A tiny yeah. bit. Yep. Right. Good. Did you like that answer? I like the answer, and I think it's always important to clarify that fact that keto, healthy keto, the way you uh, lay it out, has to do with getting rid of the sugar. Getting the junk out of the trunk. <laughs> I have a question for everyone, a true, true, false question. Can I give them that now? True. Wait until the question. False. Okay. Can a, can a protein diet or a high-protein diet, either one, cause gout? What's the difference true between or protein false? and high-protein? Well, like high-protein versus normal protein. Like a carnivore diet? Yeah. Or Atkins. Okay, because that's but I'm not talking. I'm not talking about other macros. We're just talking about protein okay. versus high protein. That's okay. all. Okay, good. So can it cause gout? Gout, which is uh, the accumulation of uric acid crystals in your <laughs> joints, specifically your big toe. Okay, I, so if I true like, or false? I would like to point out that that is a yes or no question, not a true or false question. Oh, that's you're right. You're right. You got me on that one. You got me on that one, Karen. Okay. I was listening. Yes or no. You should be happy. Yes or no. I was listening. Okay, yes Karen. or no. Does it cause, does, so people are true or false. Does it cause gout? False. True or false. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. We we'll, messed we'll, with you guys. False means no. True, true means, means yes. yes. Okay. okay so while they're answering that, I need to go to Terry uh, from Minnesota, the, the land of 10,000 mosquitoes. Minnesota. Hey, Terry, are you there? <laughs> yeah, I'm here. That's about right about the mosquitoes. Hey, the twins are doing really good, aren't they? Yes, they are. That's awesome. So, thank you for taking my uh, call, Eric and Sure. Aaron. Hey, um, okay, I got. Uh, I was listening to your program, of course, and um, the gentleman that's calling from uh, Vancouver about neuropathy. That's the reason I'm calling, also. Okay. Um, and I got the neuropathy, of course, from diabetic, um, or diabetes, and probably from metformin, too. Because I was okay for a while, then all of a sudden it popped up. And as a matter of fact, it was so severe, I hate to say this over public uh, announcement here, or whatever you want to call it, 
but it was so bad that I I was in so much pain that I told my immediate family that I don't expect to live no longer than a year because I was screaming the whole time as I was I couldn't even sleep and stuff the pain wow. was so bad wow terrible um, yeah but I found a product and I don't know I should mention this over public announcement or not but I found a product on the internet that in a week and a half it probably cut my pain down by half so I could tolerate the pain I'm still in pain and stuff but it, it cut the pain down by half so I don't know if I can announce this or should I send in like an email to Pam at your front desk and tell them about it sure you can you can send us an email um, but you you took um, a product with benfotamine in it, right? Correct. Yeah. And um, yes, and it has a, a few other things too in it and stuff. And like I say, in a week and probably a half, has, I cut my probably has alpha lipoic uh, acid, maybe B twelve. Okay, it, it, and this is one of the questions. It has R lipoic acid. Okay. Okay. As long as it has lipoic acid. That's another antioxidant that's really good to combat the breakdown of the myelin, the sheath around the nerve. So um, that's a good one. B12 is good. Um, the thing is that you want to take um, about four of those every single day. And uh, it's in the healing mode right now. I mean, it's such an easy no-brainer. It's like if you have neuropathy in your fingers and your toes, uh, especially from diabetes, yes, you need to do keto and intermittent fasting, but you'll get so much relief uh, to take benfotamine or benfotamine with a combination of the either B12. Uh, benfotamine is a, believe it or not, it's a synthetic fat-soluble B1. That's all it is, and it works, and it doesn't have any side effects that I know about and I've never heard about, but it'll give you a lot of relief because this pain could literally uh, be debilitating for people, but but yes, the, the greater you do the keto and intermittent fasting, um, that's going to speed everything up as well. But this is great that you're getting relief. So it's working already. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I followed uh, one of your videos here about the bentotamine and lipoic acid. I can't quite say the that. Lipoic right. acid, anyhow, yeah, lipoic acid. Yes. So I'm taking both the, the supplement that I got offline, especially designed for uh, the... Um, neuropathy but yeah I'm taking the benfotamine of 300 milligrams four times a day and the lipoic acid yep. um, of 600 three times a day but I'm also taking uh, on that lipoic acid um, I'm using that other supplement which starts with an R added into that 600 milligrams a day too okay. so I'm taking both the lipoic acid and the R lipoic acid. That's fine. That's totally fine. And okay. And my question was basically that I called and left with your answer machine. You had a a video on. Uh, it's called the two causes of tingling numbness in the hands and feet. And you're talking about B fultamine and calcium aspartate or something like that. And I'm not sure about the last name. Oh, okay. Does that help with neuropathy? Yeah, but here's the thing. With the calcium, um, 
If you have an imbalance in calcium, that can also cause neurological um, things in your feet. But if you're a diabetic, uh, I would kind of ignore that. That's a different cause. It's a different issue. You just need to be vitamins primarily. So you stick with that. I think you're going to really improve. And of course, you know, follow the version of keto that I talk about in IF. But uh, yeah, thanks, Terry, for your call. And I'm glad you're feeling better. Awesome. All right, so let's get to the answers to the, uh, was, it a, was it a yes or a no on this question? Well, here? there were some of each, but there were definitely more yes, if you repeat the question. Okay, can a high-protein diet cause gout? Most answers were yes. Okay, and the answer is? No. <gasps> no. It's false information, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why, because tell us why. there's this whole thing where, like, oh, you got to avoid protein because... Uric acid comes from purine, and that's high in animal products and organ meats and veal and turkey and all this other stuff. Right. Well, here's some data about gout that you may not know. 60, 65% of uric acid in your body is made from your own body. It doesn't come from the diet. But would it trigger you making no. more? No. No. Well, your body that? compensates. So most of your body uh, makes its own, the majority of the uric acid is made by your body, okay? Now, let's talk about gout. Um, gout, only 10% of people with gout uh, have a problem with making too much uric acid. 95% or 90% of people with gout have a problem with getting rid of the uric acid. So it's a retention of uric acid. That's where the problem is. Now, why would you retain uric acid? Because you have insulin resistance. <gasps> insulin resistance causes more insulin. That causes the retention of uric acid. That's what's behind it. It's not the protein. It's the insulin resistance. And this is why diabetics have a high risk of getting gout, because they all have insulin resistance. Pre-diabetics have it. And also people with, um, um, like they consume fructose, which causes insulin resistance mm. big time in the liver. Um, Agave. They have, they just, they get gout. Mm. Gout, I mean, agave as, as well. So if you have gout, you need to support the kidney. It's a kidney problem coming from the insulin resistance. So, but on the other hand, if you do keto and IF, you may find a spike in uric acid um, as a temporary thing as you transition because one of the purposes of uric acid is it's a very powerful antioxidant. So your body is making this antioxidant internally. Uh, and this is why your body makes uric acid. So anyway, you don't have to worry about the protein uh, making gout worse, only if you're adding the sugar in there, of course. So it's about getting the sugar out, and you're, you will see your gout disappear. Mm. Okay? All right, so do you have a question? If not, I can go right over here to... Well, I'm getting a variety of questions, and I thought I could kind of lump them all together, and good. then you can give the answer. Okay? All right, good. Mm -hmm. So say I'm disabled. Yeah. Say I want to get pregnant. Okay. Say I just had surgery. Okay. Okay? Or possibly have an issue. Well, no, I'm going to leave this last one out. So I have all <coughs> of those things going on. What do you recommend? A good wheelchair? No. Now, if you're, um, <laughs> if you're actually disabled, no, you want to get pregnant. Or if you want to get, not all these at the same time. Or say I want to get pregnant. Yeah. Or say I just had surgery. So we're really talking about recovery and we're talking about fertility. 
okay, recovery and fertility. Um, the, the hands down, the best thing to do to increase recovery is intermittent fasting right there. That's going to take the inflammation way down. It's going to help your disabilities. Not um, keto? I'm getting there. So that's the more intermittent fasting, very, very important. Um, so secondly is, and I'm telling you like, because when we talk about keto and intermittent fasting, people lump them in the same bucket as equal. Mm. Actually, intermittent fasting is slightly more important because mm. if you do keto, which is low carb, higher fat, moderate protein, what will happen is that you'll still snack during the day. And you'll, you'll see, you won't see as many benefits because you still raise insulin every time you eat. So that's why we do intermittent fasting, and then we also do healthy keto. Those combinations are going to be hot. And then, then on top of that, you do what's called healthy keto. And I have my... Darn it, my we new, forgot it again. No, it's actually in the building here somewhere, my new book. And uh, someone took it away, and maybe you guys can find it and bring it to me. But I'm not going to show my old book. But anyway, this book right here, Healthy Keto and Intermittent that's Fasting. A book, that's the booklet. Yeah, but here's the thing. If you do that version, the healthy version of keto, which is just getting more nutrients from the food that you eat, what will happen is that your fertility will, will be very, very nicely. Here it is right here. This is the new book that if you don't have this, you need to get it. If you already got this one, you don't need this one because it's virtually the same book. What, what camera? You need Where are you going, the healthy Steve? keto plan. Okay, healthy keto plan. That's the one that you need over here. Okay? This explains how to do it. But the point is that you will, you want to, let's say you want a child, right? Right. I recommend pre-planning for two years in advance. You start doing this incredible program, make your body really fertile, then have the baby, then go through pregnancy, take the nutrition with it, make sure you're taking D and the trace minerals. Your baby is going to be like, like a Lucy. super baby. Like yeah. Lucy. Yes. Okay, on that good. Note, and the reason that I glommed them all together was because I knew the answer. And that the, the approach is that a lot of people are, are doing the symptom chasing. I have this very unique situation. This is my very unique situation. Oh, what yeah. do you recommend? Right. right? So people should know. The, the other thing I'm going to throw in here before you take a call is there was a question on um, uh, demyelin, demyelinating. Or right. That's basically destroying the, nerve. the sheath around the nerve. Right. Is there anything other than the intermittent fasting and keto that you would recommend for somebody like that? Well, that sounds, usually when you get that, it's usually autoimmune, and that happens in um, MS. And I just did a video on this. One of the most incredible things to do for autoimmune, especially MS, is high dosages of vitamin D. Mm. Um, watch the video, guys, because that, I mean, I don't know, if I had MS, I'd be loading the D up. But you, but you have to do this smart, because if you take massive doses, I'm talking... 60, 70, 100,000 IUs of D without the K2, um, you know, you may cre create, I'm not saying you're going to get kidney stones, but you may create hypercalcemia, which is a lot of calcium in the blood. And you, you need to do this program without consuming dairy so you don't add the calcium to it. So you can do it safely and get the benefits of D but you without have to do some the homework. Yeah, you have you to just do it can't right. You can't pop a pill and. That's right. Okay. So, Nicole, you're from. Long Island, New York, you had a question. Go ahead, Nicole. Hi, Dr. Berg. First Hello. off, thank you for all that you do. I'm Hello. completely obsessed with you <laughs> and um, have been for probably the last month. So thank you again for everything that you do. You're welcome. I have been um, allergic, is self-diagnosed, 
to the sun or something. Something's going on with me in the sun since I was about 12 years old. Um, if I'm out there for 15, 20 minutes, I break out into a rash, and it takes weeks before it goes away. It's almost like eczema. Yeah. So I just went to Ocean City, Maryland, and I was trying to, to be all in the sun, absorbing my vitamin D, and I am taking the vitamin D pills as well as the K2, so um, this is all new to me, but I'm just getting started. But, of course, I started itching and breaking out, and I use sunblock, and I, put it, I have to put it on like every 30 minutes to... 60 minutes when I'm out there consistently in the sun it's wow. like in a beach setting and such. so so how can I get past that right with I have a my diet or with my other supplements do you have a history of any type of GI gastric problems at all no none okay do you have any other symptoms that are like big problems um recently found out I'm just dealing with this Epstein-Barr, but I just heard you mention about autoimmune, so I just took a note to go back and watch your video about that. Okay. But that's so, about it. So, so this has, especially when you get, go in the sun, you get itching or you get this rash, um, it's usually uh, a problem with calcium, ionized calcium. That's something I would research. Um, also, it could be um, that you need more K2. <clears throat> you might even need certain omega-3 fatty acids to work with the calcium, but it's in the area of um, calcium that's supposed to protect the skin against certain things so it could prevent the rashing. So I would uh, look at uh, calcium, I would look at K2, those two right there. And, um, and I may have done a video a long time ago. If I haven't, maybe I'll do another video on that topic. Thanks, Nicole. Hey, All I right. have a fun question. Yeah, Karen, go ahead. Um, Sean wants to know, does your new book have a lot of pictures? Oh my gosh. I thought that was a great question. I took them all out, guys, just so you can have we, a reading. We no, this is 150 very, images in here. Very dedicated to a lot of images. Honestly, I don't read, read many books unless they have pictures. Oh, it does, that's not showing a lot of pictures. Look at that. There's a picture. Well, there are a lot picture. of pictures. Yeah. Yes, there's over, yeah. I think, 130, 150. Images. 150 images. 150 images. We are firm believers in a lot of images and Pictures. And pictures, yes. When you study. Right? That's right, Karen. Okay, good. Okay, so now um, I want to talk about a topic real quick because I have a lot of um, callers that still want to call in or talk to, talk to us. Mm -hmm. But I want to talk about the dangers of um, being in front of your computer for more than 10 hours a day. An average person is there looking at their computer seven hours. Um, I, I spend a lot less than that, right? You know, I spend probably 13, 12 hours. A lot of time. But of the wait a minute. There's only dangers if you spend more than 10 hours a day in front of the computer? Well, let's just talk about the dangers in your eyes, okay? Let's what it does to your just, eyes. Okay. Okay, so first of all, you have the LED. Okay, that's the light coming off this, right? It's a Blu ray. It, and you can w get these little eye. eye um, Eye gear, I guess they're called, eyeglasses, and, and you can get them. You just got without, this. Yeah, without being magnified, and it actually helps filter out the blue, blue uh, rays, blue, you know, radiation, whatever you want to call it, and that'll actually reduce the, the irritation of the eye. That's one thing. The other thing is like, there's a muscle in your eye that helps the um, lens um, either focus uh, in close or see in the far. Mm -hmm. And um, if you're looking at this computer, you're basically creating a contraction of that muscle, cilia muscle. Mm -hmm. So you want to um, go outside at least 
30 minutes a day at least and start looking at things in the distance. Very simple. It seems so basic, but it's so important for your eyes. Um, you want to reverse the flow and look at things instead of the computer thing because your eyeballs will bug out. Mm -hmm. Have you ever had that happen? I do. That happens to me daily if I spend too much time. I can't. You sit much longer. Right. Your tolerance well, must be higher. Let me tell I, I can't. I feel like my eyeballs are sucking into if, my head. If you want it. If you wanted to do something to um, extend your, your longevity with the eyes, mm -hmm. you want to take, uh, consume foods high in carotenoids. And now we come back to the large salads mm. and the colorful vegetables. That will actually increase carotenoids. It'll protect the eyes against the LED. At least it won't help your necessarily your vision, but it'll help. Uh, it might, but it's mainly going to protect against the uh, LED lights and the fluorescent lights that are out there. Okay. Get a full spectrum. The sun is full spectrum. Now I got two more um, interesting topics to talk about. And but we need to give away some tickets. I need to go to Jeff. Jeff, are you there? I am. Great. You had a, you had a question. What was your question? Hello. Hi. Yes. Yeah. First of all, thank you for all. I, four years ago, I started uh, learning about chronic candida from you, from your videos. So it was very helpful. But awesome. um, so uh, I was able to heal it and started feeling really well uh, and then fell off the train and started drinking some IPA beers and diet changed and I uh, started having issues again. A lot of the fatigue and uh, the um, swelling and other issues throughout my body and I'm like, yep, I got it again. So <clears throat> I started to fight it with antifungals, um, probiotics and some other supplements. Mm -hmm. Changed my diet and started doing keto slash high protein diet. Um, started not to feel well. Went to my doctor. Had blood work done. Um, after I had lost, I had lost about 15 pounds. I'm 186 pounds, six three, so I'm thin as it is. So I started losing weight, and he did the blood work and he came back and he said my creatinine level had raised from 0.7 to 1.3, which was a concern for him. So. I wasn't sure if the candida can have some impact on the kidneys um, with the die-off or is it because of my diet being so high protein um, and fat because I've read that uh, you know kidney diet is supposed to be low in protein. So I was a little concerned, a little conflicted on how to treat a candida problem when you've got a kidney problem on the rise with right. protein. Okay, so this is my suggestion, Jeff. Candida um, lives on sugar. So you're doing the right thing, going on keto and IF, intermittent fasting. That should, that should basically handle the candida, starve them off. Okay? By the way, when you do intermittent fasting, your microbes actually live longer and they, they get resistant to, um, like they just they live longer and then the pathogens die off, especially the, the, um, the candida. So that's how you handle that. Garlic will help as, as well, but when you have elevated uh, creatine levels, um, that could be from the higher protein. Um, the good version of keto that I recommend is a moderate amount of protein. So what I would do is I would cut back on the protein and increase the vegetables. That way you'll get all the nutrients that are um, kidney protective. They actually they support the kidney, especially potassium. So you want the bigger salads. And the last thing you may want to try on an empty stomach is you might want to try like a, a really good blend of amino acids, all the essential ones without anything else in it. Uh, I will be doing some more videos on that, but that's really good for the kidney itself. 
but you're not like, because if you, when you take uh, whey protein or any protein, meats, um, soy protein, all this powder, you're getting uh, only a very small amount of it is being absorbed, like 36%, sometimes down to 16%. The rest is waste. So if you do an amino acid blend, you're getting 100% of it um, being reparative. So there's no waste, so it's very supportive to the kidney. So that, that's what I would do if I were you, Jeff. Thanks for your call. Karen. Yes. Um, we have to go a little quick here, but did you have a question? Because I'm going to go through two points. And we have to give away tickets. Let's give away I a ticket. I keep saying. Let's give away a couple tickets. Okay, so let's do this. And then we can get other things done while people are uh, responding. So if you want a general ticket to the Keto Summit. Now someone also asked, when is it? It's August 31st and September 1st. It's in Maryland near Washington, D.C. The schedule is, if you are a platinum ticket holder, that's the highest level, we are having the platinum dinner on Friday night. So you want to register. Pre-registration starts Friday at 1. Mm -hmm. So everybody should, everybody should show up on Friday. Just plan that, and then it's over by noon on Sunday. There's a okay. dinner, okay? So. so if you want a free ticket, say yes, your name, and your state, okay? Or country. Uh, or country. And that, that's how we're going to, I'm going to pick people, and then I'll tell you how to get your ticket, okay? okay so good. yes, your name, and basically where you live. Okay, good. Now, while you guys are doing that, I am going to ask another question. Someone, two people uh, ask questions about itching, itchy skin, and they're on keto. Now, I can assume they're on healthy keto, what you recommend, but I'm not for we sure. We don't know. We're not sure. The number one cause of itching is basically a backup of the gallbladder into the liver, into the skin. So you want to do, um, you want to just really reevaluate what you're eating and making sure it's not too high in fat because some people when they do keto they overload the gallbladder liver with too much fat and they mm -hmm. can't digest it you got to work up to it and if you don't have enough bile to digest it it can create some itchy skin but it's usually a fatty liver so mm -hmm. um, if you do this add like choline was really good purified bile salts and the gallbladder formula those two things will reduce itching and will nuts also do that yeah because that's gonna um, there's something in nuts that aggravate the ducts of the bile uh, the bile ducts and that can create more of a, not necessarily itching unless there's an allergy, it could create more of a backup of the gallbladder and pain underneath the right rib cage. Hmm. And I'll point out too that a lot of people will eat um, keto things like bread and muffins and cookies, but they say they don't have nuts. But in fact, you're eating a lot of almond flour, which is just Full nuts. Of nuts. It's just nuts. So yeah. be aware of that. Now, DV, you're from New York. You had a a quick question about a t-shirt idea, right? Tell me about it. Yes, hi. Hi. <laughs> I, I talked to you in September and I just called a rave about keto. I've been on it since 2016 and I've learned so much from you and I think you guys are amazing. Thank you. So thank you, thank you, thank you. You're welcome. And my idea is that you should make a t-shirt that says, insulin resistance is futile. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you think that's a great idea? Yeah, I like that it. That is really I like cute. it. Insulin resistance. Because I, I'm American Indian, and there's just rampant of diabetes in yeah. this culture. Everyone knows about diabetes, but when you talk to a person that has diabetes about insulin resistance, they're completely clueless. Yeah. yeah. So not only would it spark an, an interest, and you can educate people that way, it's just, I think, a cool idea. And I'm an illustrator. I'm a 
a fine artist, and just as payback, paying it forward, I would love to add some filigree or some design to it if you desire. Right. And so uh, email us my on that. Pleasure to do that. Email yeah. that, and we'll talk more about that at drberg at drberg.com. But yeah, that's a great idea. We had a T-shirt um, uh, competition uh, a couple of months ago, and. We ha we're having some on demand, so maybe it's we can... It's taking a little while to get yeah. that organized, but yeah. we will have the t-shirts. But what do you think about, ask, how about just ask me about insulin resistance? No, just kidding. Okay, good. So thank you for that, que uh, yeah, that, yeah. that great suggestion. Yeah, that was cool. Thanks. Hey, Linda, you're from Ohio, and you lost 42 pounds in keto, but you still have an issue. Tell yes. me about it. Yes, I have, and, and I really find you very helpful, Dr. Berg. Thank you so much. Um, I'll try to be quick. I know you're running out of time. Can I drink your I, two, two questions. Can I drink your veggie solution and not break my fast? I only eat one meal a day, and I wondered if before that one meal sometime I could drink maybe that. Also, I have chronic constipation, chronic um, I've had it the whole time I've been on the diet. I drink water until I can't drink anymore. And uh, the doctor wants me to take a laxative all the time, and I don't want to become dependent on that. Right. Um, I have heartburn. I used to take, I have reflux. I used to be on an anti, you know, a prescription, really heavy drug. I've stopped taking all of that. But I find I still have heartburn a lot on an empty stomach. So yeah. I just wondered what that would be. Okay. Thank so you. You're welcome. Okay, so the first thing is like, uh, yes, you can do the uh, veggie solution on empty stomach simply because you're doing just a lot of fiber. It's, um, and it's not going to affect insulin hardly at all. So it should be okay. It shouldn't, it's not going to be a problem at all. There's, Secondly, uh, as far as your heartburn, um, if there's any type of irritation or gastritis, you need licorice root as a supplement. Licorice root is good for that, as well as um, zinc. Okay? Zinc is one of the best remedies for uh, ulcers in the stomach, and you might want to try that as well. Uh, as far as constipation, I'm thinking that you need to eventually fix the stomach and get it acid enough so you have complete digestion. But I think the purified bile salts might be the thing that you might need because that'll increase your elimination. Thanks, Linda. Um, real quick, plateau. We're going to talk about plateau real fast. Okay, good. Because um, you don't have any the, videos on that. The more, <laughs> the more um, plateau you have, let's say you, you, you're just not losing and you're frustrated, this is what you do. Um, you realize that you have a problem with insulin resistance worse than you thought. And that's really behind the plateau. So how do you fix insulin resistance? You basically do, you cut down your carb even lower, maybe down to 10 grams, maybe even down to zero for a while. You do apple cider vinegar, which actually improves insulin. It helps lower insulin. You do more potassium from the vegetables. You do one meal a day without snacks. That would be kind of like, I wouldn't need to say uh, without snacks, right? Okay, then you want to do um, exercise, this thing called exercise. It's a new concept for mm. people. Um, but then vitamin D, because vitamin D will help insulin resistance. So, and also, Karen, yes. start reading the um, Label? labels. Do you know why? Because you're going to be shocked to find how many products have maltodextrin, oh my gosh. maltitol, dextrin, sorbitol, tapioca starch, and they're supposedly keto-friendly. Yeah. Tons, tons, tons. Yeah. Now, uh, we have someone from Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, Penny, you're on the line. Go ahead. 
Yes. <clears throat> so, Dr. Brock, thanks for taking my call. Um, sure. I'm, I'm in keto for like four months now. I started in February. And good thing is I lost almost like 32 pounds. Um, right. Now I'm close to 150. Yeah. Um, the question that I have was uh, three months ago, I did my blood work. Uh, at the time, my total cholesterol was 261. And uh, LDL was 173 and HDL was 43. And triglycerides especially was like 122. Like last week, I did again a blood work. Um, so the good news is the total cholesterol went down a little bit, like 214. And LDL went down like 110. And HDL went up like 62. But the triglycerides, they are like almost four times what it was last month. It was, right now it is almost like 444. Okay. But when I see the remnants, you know, uh, the last month was like 45 mg, yeah. and uh, this month was like 42 mg. Okay, so you say it's getting better. So the remnants is less, right? Yes, it's okay. less, and yeah. it's getting better. But I'm, what about the triglycerides? I'm also adding the triglycerides are, are too much high. Yeah. Like, you know, they are 444 now. There's a couple things you can look at. Okay, number one, uh, if you're doing extra oils, MCT oil, coconut oil, uh, any uh, butters, that, that could be, you just, it's overloading the system and your system is basically it's kind of going, it's, um, I mean, if you consume that much fat, it could end up being a little higher. I wouldn't worry about that because your remnant cholesterol is better and your HDL and LDL are, LDLs are better. The triglycerides are used for energy and um, in your body. So you could be needing to exercise to use off this extra energy because you're on a higher fat diet. And also realize that when you lose weight, guess what's in your fat cells? Triglycerides. That's going to have to come out. I actually wouldn't even worry about it. I would keep checking things and, um, and come to our summit so you can learn more data about this from two cardiologists that will be at our summit that are very keto friendly. Thanks for your call. Now we're going to actually announce the winners, Karen. Okay. Oh, that was the last caller. I thought you had one more. Okay, good. So the winners, do we want a drum roll or something? Exciting. No. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Okay, that's a long drum roll. So we have from Florida, Steve James Sr. Okay, good. Yay! All a right. guy, because it's usually women, right? And then we have from uh, Nashua, or Nasha, anyway, New Hampshire, uh, Marnie Phillips. Okay. Awesome. Can't wait to meet you guys. <laughs> so you guys need to email Maria at drberg at drberg.com, and she is going to verify your uh, you are who you are, and she's going to get you set up with tickets. And Lily, I sent you uh, a note here. You need to do the same thing. She won a couple weeks ago and hasn't been able. So okay. drberg at drberg.com, and uh, you guys come next Friday because we're going to do this all over again. And oh, if you need more information on the summit, it's on the website, drberg.com. And you can learn all about the website, who's going to be there. And, and we're going to have a lot of exhibitors there. It's going to be like a little keto fair. So get your tickets. Awesome. Yeah. Have a great weekend, guys. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for your wonderful comments. Yeah. We'll see you next week. OK. Bye.
Hey guys, I just wanna let you know I have my new keto course just came out. It's a mini course. It covers all the basics and how to do it correctly. You can get through this in probably 20 minutes at the very most. So if you're interested, click the link below and get signed up now.